0: Hey guys, it's Alana, and welcome back to Life in Progress. I'm here with Carly. Hello. I
1: feel like you're interviewing me. <laughs> I
0: would have been first time. I think you're so used to
1: it. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> am.
0: But welcome back. Welcome back. We're excited. Welcome back to part two of many career episodes to come, but we're excited to dive in and answer some of your questions. Thank you guys for sending them in. We love when you send us questions. We did
1: a big episode. We were going to do just one big episode on career and answer all your questions, but we ended up really giving our backstory of everything we've been through in terms of our career, and we felt like that was pretty important just for you guys to understand us, learn about us, and now
0: We can just kind of dive into everything you want to know. Yes. So if you missed last week's episode, check it out first because that backstory is very, very important. If you're new to Life in Progress, welcome. We are so excited to have you. And if you have not yet followed at It's Life in Progress on Instagram and TikTok, please do. If you haven't yet given a five-star rating or review, please, please, please do. And if you have not yet shared an episode on your story, texted your whole group chat about the podcast, please. We literally like on our knees begging and pleading. You're it an means expert the world. at that speech. I've only done it 2000 times. Good. Cause so I, I would like hope it. so. <laughs> okay. Before we get into our career questions that you guys sent in, we thought it would actually be fun to just give a few little balls of wisdom of lessons that we learned throughout our careers. And a lot of these lessons I'd say were probably learned the hard way, but yeah, things that like really way. brought us to where we are now. Do you want to start with your first lesson? Yeah.
1: So my biggest career lesson, work lesson is do not make work your life because I learned that the hard way and it bit me in the fucking ass because if you make work your life, if that job goes away, what do you have left? Yeah. 1000%. And that's what happened to me. That's literally what happened to me seven months ago. So
0: don't do it. Work to live. Don't live to work. Yes. Love that. Okay. What is your lesson? My first lesson is knowing what you don't like to do is just as important if not more important than knowing what you do like to do so if you're in an internship if you're in a job and or even you're in a college class wherever you are and you're doing something you're like I absolutely hate this yeah it's not a waste of time yep it is a blessing that you are figuring out that you hate it but guess what do something about it yep And I don't mean like quit your job tomorrow, but like take note. like, okay, this is something I hate. I hate doing X, Y, Z things. I hate being in Excel. I hate, you know, giving presentations or pitching to people like, okay, well, what do you like? Figure out the opposite, figure out what you like and figure out, okay, what other roles, like maybe you still love your company or love the field you're in. Like what else can you do where you're doing less of the things you don't like and more of the things you do like? And I really think that that is a huge part of growing in your career is figuring that out and like piling those things that you don't like on top of each other, putting them on a bookshelf away yep. and then also piling a new thing of new books of things that you do like also and reading those. Yeah,
1: I'm emphasizing really take note when you're doing something and you're like, wait, I despise this because there were so many things in previous jobs that I've had that I would absolutely hate doing, but I don't, I wouldn't really remember doing them like when I would apply to new jobs and you know, kind of start at a different company, but make note of it. You yeah. want to remember it.
0: And, and also don't be afraid to say something like if there's a, a manager or someone on your team who you really feel comfortable with and like you can confide in them, there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, like I'm starting to realize like, I really feel passionate about doing these things, and I feel a little bit drained by those things. I understand that those things are part of my job. I'm not saying I'm above doing them. I'm happy to continue doing them, but I'd love if you have any suggestions of other things that I can incorporate into my work Mm -hmm. that are sounding more like the things I like to do. Yeah, because your managers want you to be happy in your job. Like happy wife, happy life. It's like happy (laughs) work wife (laughs) report. Like happy person who reports into me. Like happy job. People get more things done when they're happy. Yep, I couldn't agree more.
1: And then that also goes back to another lesson I had is it's okay to start over. You are not wasting your time doing anything. Everything is a learning lesson and nothing is starting over. No. Like you're just moving on up. You're, you're getting to the
0: point of figuring out what you want to do. So it's fine. Like don't stress. Yeah. You're moving to the right. You're moving to the left. You're not moving backwards. Even if you literally go to a different company, a different career path, a different field, like you're not going back to square one because you still are taking all the things that you've yeah. learned. I mean, even learning how had to like send a fucking email. Yeah. Five years like, after I graduated
1: college, I decided to go back to school to get my master's in social work. Like I didn't think all those years were wasted time because no. that led me to where I am. Yeah. Great.
0: Exactly. Okay. What's your next lesson?
1: Well, that was my next lesson.
0: Beautiful. I love it. it was lesson yours. <laughs> learned. Um, asking questions doesn't make you look stupid.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Every single person would rather have the people who work under them come to them asking questions so that they can then be taught or be told or be helped through doing the thing so that you can learn. Mm-hmm. Even if like you're not in school anymore, you're at a job, like that doesn't mean learning stops. And I cannot emphasize this enough. People don't expect you to know how to do everything. Yeah. Like you're at a job to learn Mm -hmm.
1: and to grow. And that comes with also, if you're a boss, because I've had bosses and I've been a boss and something I really learned as a boss is make sure you are teaching. Yeah, Don't get annoyed when people are coming to you with questions. I know I have done that and I'm sorry for my previous employees that I've done that to, but be open and let them in and teach them, show them the ways because you want to have that good relationship with whoever you're working for or whoever's working for you. Just everyone's there to succeed and just, I don't know, be, be open. Yeah. And asking
0: questions shows initiative. It shows like you want to learn. And I would so much rather have somebody come to me and ask the question than spend like five hours Googling how to do something, feeling stupid, like, you're not supposed to know everything. If somebody else knows something, just ask. Yeah.
1: And the last thing I'll say is it's okay if you still have absolutely no idea what you want to do. Yep. Okay. It, it doesn't matter okay. how old you are. You can be 50 years old and still be like, hmm, I don't know
0: what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Great. Love it. Great. You have 50 more years to figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's get into the Q&A part of this. Again, Let's thank you guys it. for sending in questions. And we are always posting question boxes on It's Life in Progress on Instagram. But if you ever have a question you want answered on the podcast, email us, Alana at gmail.com. Question one, what are things that you guys have gotten anxious about at work that in hindsight were so silly?
1: Oh my God. The amount of times I would like read something the wrong way. There was someone on my team and if they are listening, they know who they are at Locks Club and they were so short on Slack, but that was just who they were. Mm-hmm. But oh my god! I yeah. would freak out every time they sent something on Slack that was just like, okay. Yeah. Or just like, didn't say anything else. And I'm like, uh, okay, what? Like, like what I did I do wrong? Yeah. 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 Am I getting fired? <laughs> every, yeah. I, I was the most anxious worker. I don't know about you. I, I'd be anxious every single day. And I guess that's also our people-pleasing tendencies. But I would have to make sure that, like, my bosses were happy with me every day. Yeah, <laughs> Such a bad yeah. thing to feel all the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: For me, the first thing that comes to mind, I, when I was first working at Hinge, you know, my job was, like, being the face of the brand. And I literally had to ask my boss, like, I started going on dates with this guy and it seemed like it was working well. And I was like... I don't know if I'm allowed to be in a relationship. Oh, my God. And I literally asked. You were anxious about it? I, yeah. I literally, I was like, Molly, like, am I allowed to have a boyfriend? She was like, oh, my God, Alana, of course you are. <laughs> but, like, you never know. And, you know, I have friends who are in fields whether where they're on camera or on a microphone, and and they've had the same questions and the same thoughts, and, and they haven't been told, yeah. of course, you mm-hmm. know. And that's really tough, but I was so anxious about that. I'm like, oh my God, like it's going well, but this job is going well. And like, what if I have to choose? Yeah. <laughs> what
1: I realized is nothing is that crucial or that important that nothing's that serious. It, it needs to keep you up at night, like I was every single night.
0: Agreed. <laughs> All right. Next question What advice do you two have for landing dream jobs? You both seem like people who have found your dream jobs multiple times, and I want to know how to get mine.
1: I don't even know if a dream job exists. There's not. I don't think there is one. There isn't. There
0: isn't. A job is a job. (laughs) Every single time I've gotten a dream job, I've started that job and realized there is no such thing as a dream job. Every single company, every single position has its flaws. What matters is if you are happy with the work you're doing and the people you're surrounded by.
1: Yep. Yep. It comes down to your happiness. Yeah. Regardless of the actual task you're doing. Yes. There's no dream job. No. There's a there's something wrong with every single job. There's always going to be issues with work people. Yeah. Like,
0: there's no dream job. So don't put that expectation yes. out there. However, to answer your question, if there's a job you really want to get, how do you land it? How do you get your foot in the door? So one thing that I did, and I know I mentioned, I kind of alluded to this on the last episode, and I'm really excited to share it. Every single internship and job that I got, I did not get by just applying. And let me tell you, I also did not have connections to these places. I did what I needed to do to stand out. So for all of my internships in college, I was like, okay, how do I get them? Like everybody's sending in this resume to the black hole, like on the Viacom website. Like how do I get MTV and Nickelodeon to look at my resume? And so what I would do is I would actually take their branding, like their fonts. I would literally do like font searches. I would stay up all night trying to figure out exactly (laughs) what font it was. I would like Photoshop together, like this whole resume where – my resume was in their exact branding. Yeah. I would put my name into their logo. The Z100 job that I got, my first job ever, I literally, was Alana Dunn in the morning show.
1: No wonder you had so many great internships. <laughs> I did and, not do that. <laughs> and I would
0: match that to the cover letter. And that is how I got my foot in the door. Even at Hinge, I made my cover letter a Hinge profile. And I included my, the information about myself in Hinge prompts. Because I was like, that. this shows them that I really have a understanding of what they're trying to do and how they're... App works with like yeah. getting people to know who you are. And, like, I care and I, I need them to know that I care. And it is so hard to do that in just a cover letter.
1: Yeah. I really just went for it. I found every email address I could find. I got on the phone with people. Like, I put myself out there. I was not afraid of what people would say to me. Or like being annoying. I was annoying. I was very annoying. You got to go for
0: it. You got to just go for it. You have to put yourself out there. And and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least you tried and you never know. Like I have seen people who have applied to jobs they were dying to get. And they ended up filling the role with somebody else. But then the recruiter's been like, you're awesome though. And like I know other people in recruiting at places like this. And I'm going to put the word out about you and see what I can get you. Or see who's hiring for a similar role. And that's how they've gotten their jobs. A hundred percent. I mean – I had a meeting with the manager of the Eagles, Howie Roseman. Oh my God.
1: Because I somehow found his, I don't even know how I found it, honestly. But I was that annoying girl. I found a way to like connect us together and he took my meeting. That's
0: awesome. I know. I'm learning so much about you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what advice do you have for somebody who wants to get into content creation and social media? Ooh,
1: honestly, just go for it. Just do it. Just do it. There is no, no, there is no, today, today, yesterday, there is no good time to start putting yourself out there. You don't need to have a following by the way, to get into content creation and get into social media. Just do what
0: you do best and create and put it out there and it'll happen. Like, yeah. Even though you never know, like create, like make, make content about the things you love. Maybe you are a pickle fanatic. Yeah. Like make content about pickles and guess what? Pickle companies will find you or, <laughs> or other even pick- pickleball. I was like, yeah, I <laughs> do. <That too. laughs> Don't make pickleball other content. <laughs> pickleball, pickles on my mind, all around. Like other pickle fans might <laughs> like reach out to you and you pick, you could do a pickle collab or like they'll show you the ropes. You know, like you, there's no wait for this thing to happen to start or. Like even even like I compare myself to Carly all the time where like on TikTok, I have 23,000 followers. She has like 113,000 today. And I compare myself to her where it's like, oh, like, but... That doesn't make me any less than, you know, that doesn't make me any less of a creator because that I only have, I mean, it does, but like (laughs) there's always going to be people who have more followers than you. So there's no reason to wait. Like just start. Just start. Yeah. And, and you need experience.
1: So what I would suggest if I were starting over in creating content, um, you know, putting myself out there because I think what I Messed up on not messed up on because I'm I'm learning, but I never like I I would call myself a content creator. I'm an influencer and content creator, but a lot of brands right now need good content creators, not necessarily people with a following, yeah. But people who know how to create content to so reach out to these brands, yeah, and just offer to create content for them, yeah. You know, get some experience. You need a portfolio. Listen, it's like
0: we've all done unpaid internships. Yeah, like, this, this is, is what that, that is. That's- yeah. Start off with that. Yeah, UGC is huge. We, we'll do. We'll do yeah, a whole we, social media, a whole chat. social media thing. A fireside chat. Yep. Okay. Next question. This is a fun one. Hi, ladies. Question from a 22-year-old. How long do I need to stay at my job out of college before it's acceptable to leave? I'm nervous that I'll be judged by places I applied to if I've only stayed at my previous company for a year or less, but I don't feel like where I'm at is the right fit.
1: You want to take it? I mean, I have my thoughts, but... Yeah, yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. I know like like your parents might
0: say it matters. like Some people you spoke to, like professors in college, I know you have to stay at least two years. Some of the most successful people I know in the first two years out of college had worked at four different companies. Because they knew what they were looking for and where they were at wasn't it. Or they got there and they realized this isn't the right fit. I've had like four to five to six different jobs already yeah. and I'm only 28. Yeah. <laughs> and n- n- nobody's judged you for that.
1: No. No.
0: If anything, like you learn more at each of these places. If you're unhappy, go look for something else. Yeah.
1: Don't Don't not do it just because of how long
0: you've been somewhere. Yeah. I would just say know that you will be asked in interviews – Oh, I see. You've only worked here for eight months. Like, why are you already looking to leave? Just have an answer prepared. Yeah, that's it. It's not the right fit. You don't feel passionate about it, but you're so excited about the opportunity to do X, Y, Z at this new company because that aligns with the things that like lift you up and yeah. your strengths. Yeah. Just so the short an answer, answer is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Go. Don't, don't leave. Don't <laughs> stay. Get out of there. Hi, Carly and Alana. Loving the podcast so far. Question for you: I've been at my job for about a year, and I have an amazing work-life balance. That being said, I don't feel challenged or like I'm learning or growing at work. I really value my flexible schedule and the salary is pretty good, but at what point do I consider needing to make a change or is it okay to just coast? Thanks so much.
1: That's a tough one because there's two things, right? If you're so comfortable at a job, you're making a good salary, you have an amazing work-life balance where, you know, you're not feeling like work is your life. Yeah. It is nice. In a way, it's like, that's the goal. That's the goal. Like, it sounds like... But then it gets to a point of, what am I doing? Yeah. And am I even learning?
0: And what am I working towards? And am I bored? Yeah. <laughs> I would say if you're content with the actual work, there's not, like, this crazy corporate ladder that you're trying to climb up. Like, you're satisfied. Maybe, yeah, eventually, like, you'll get a promotion. You'll get a raise. And and you're happy with that track. But you're bored. Do things outside of work. It sounds like you have the time to. Yeah, I
1: was just going to say, why don't you find a little side hustle? Side hustle, hobby. Your work does not need to be your life. So do something else that makes you excited and don't feel, you don't need to feel like you have to jump to another job just to challenge you. Find other things that challenge you if you're happy with, you know, what's your work life balance now because you don't know if you're going to get that again.
0: Yeah. Also, doing try, trying to do things outside of work, you might find things that excite you so much where you're like, wow, it's so cool that I can do my job and chill and I know I'm good at it and it pays the bills and like I'm happy with that and how cool is it that it makes time for all of this other stuff?
1: And you might realize, well maybe you want to make
0: all of that other stuff your full time thing. You never know. You never know. I was the queen of the side hustle. Yeah. And that's how I learned what I like to do and what I was good at. Yeah. Love a good side hustle. Love a side hustle. Just do it. Big fan of the side hustle. Big fan. Big fan. Okay. So coast. Coast your way. Coast. Coast. Okay. And we thought it would be fun to end this episode. I'm proud of us for really like Yeah, this was quick. Moving moving things along. We really moved. Um, Truth be told, part of the reason we are trying to move things along is because (laughs) it gets very loud in this In this studio that we're filming in, aka Carly's family's beach house living room. Yep, my dad's gonna get home from golf soon. He's gonna be annoying about it. We just gotta, we're just
1: moving things along here.
0: So, normalizing fucking up. This is something that we want to kind of make a standard segment on the podcast. And we want to start with normalizing fucking up at work. Okay. Carly, I know you have a great story for this. Yeah,
1: I mean, guys, I've done this way too many times to the point of like, I should just not be allowed. To have a computer or anything, but I have been on calls with previous bosses and have meant to text another coworker, basically being like, What the fuck is she talking about? She's so annoying. Like, we've My all complained fear. about our bosses, okay? And the amount of times I've texted said boss,
0: what I meant to text a different coworker. Taking your phone away from you. <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: No, it's bad. It's bad. It's like it's like that. What we talked about on our other episode with screenshotting sending,
0: and sending. Yeah, sending to the wrong
1: person. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm. I, I I've done that a lot. Gives me the the heebie-jeebies the thinking about it.
1: And the fact that I've done it more than like three times is really just like yeah, slow I don't know. the fuck down.
0: I feel like after one time, you're, you would you're really you're be careful. careful. No, no, not no. this girl.
1: I think I played it off, but nope, it was a fuck up. Yep
0: brutal yeah what about you I have
1: a lot more but I'll save it
0: I've been trying to think so hard about this and nothing is coming to mind not in any way because I haven't fucked up at work because (laughs) you bet your ass I have many a time but you know like medically when traumas happen and your brain like your memory receptors like block things like I think that's what has happened to me yep because I really like I've been I was a scared employee you know, I think there were a lot of times where I was just terrified and so anxious and like didn't want, like you said, like I didn't, you never wanted anyone to be mad at you or to like yeah. not think you were doing great. So I feel like I really, really blocked things out. I will say I almost got, I got like kind of in trouble because of how often I was missing work because this was before working from home was a thing uh, and I get sick all the time. Yeah. And I also had this one year where like my grandma was in the hospital. I had the flu. My great uncle died. Like my mom was in the hospital. All of these things were happening. And like all the while, like I ha- get a sinus infection every month. Like yeah. I-, I kept having to go to doctors. And so I just kept missing a lot of work. And someone had to sit me down and be like, are you not capable of having a job? Like do we have to figure something else out? And I I thought I was getting fired.
1: Mm, that's scary. And
0: then like a month later, COVID not hit. Not capable of and- having a job. That's and like everyone a- was working from home. Yeah. 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 Okay. So
1: we'll think about another
0: one. We'll think about it. I'll report yeah, back. Yeah. I feel like this every episode we say we're going to report back on things. I know. When are we reporting back? Someone's got to keep. So, can can someone keep track
1: of when we say we're reporting back and actually hold us. We'll cannibal? do a whole, a
0: whole the reporting <laughs> back. back in progress. <laughs> yes. No, we actually need to. Anywho. Um, pickleball. Right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Great. Are you going to hurt yourself again? Probably. Still healing.
1: <laughs> let's be careful. Maybe.
0: Guys, I'm going to uh, beat Carly this time.
1: We'll see. Okay. Well, thank you oh, oh my god I she's th- gonna
0: do it she's gonna do it you guys she's gonna do the outro no
1: see now you made me nervous <laughs> under, pressure. under pressure um well that's life in progress thanks for coming you didn't come anywhere i'm aware but I'm, i don't like this i don't like
0: doing the outro okay <laughs> do you need to phone a friend De-de-de- alana we do the outro <laughs> alana carly's co-host <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, don't forget, if you have not followed at It's Life in Progress on Instagram and TikTok, please, please do tell all of your friends, share this episode on your story. If you loved it, send it to a friend who would benefit from hearing it, and leave a five star rating and review because they go a long way and help people think, oh, this sounds like a cool podcast. Other people like it. Maybe I too will like it because of all the five-star reviews and nice (laughs) ratings. So thank you so much. See how much better she is. You know, one day
1: I'll get there, but that's not going to be today. So it's not going to be any day if you don't do it. Shh. See you next Wednesday. Bye. (laughs)